Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. Welcome back to the Z Code Sports Investing Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, G Dog. He is a sheer example of less talking and more action when it comes to sports betting. G Dog focuses solely on delivering straightforward analysis without overcomplicating things for betters. G Dog posts his predictions on the wall as well as in the match predictor in the VIP picks section, and his expertise lies within NFL, NBA, and college sports. So, without further ado, meet the one and only Greg, aka G Dog. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. And Greg, can you tell us about the system that you're doing now, right now? What your system consists of for the MLB? Um, system for MLB is actually personal knowledge of many, many years of following baseball and then also the impressive tools that Z Code has to offer. Um, I started to kind of fine tune my process from last year, uh, integrating some different um, indicators that actually um, helped me come to a decision. Mm hmm. And uh, they're having number of surprising teams, I suppose, in the MLB this season. Could you talk to me about them, the surprise teams so far? Well, the surprise teams recently, I mean, it's the Mets have been playing really well lately. Um, you know, it's typically uh, the Twins have been hanging in there. They have a good farm system and they always have a good group of young players and they're playing really, really well this year. It's a surprise, I think, to some. Uh, Cleveland's right on their tail, though. They finally turned it around, and they're they're getting up there as well. Mm. I'm a big Dodgers fan. I'm a big. I'm from Minnesota originally, so I'm a big Twins fan. I follow them anyway. But uh, all right, love love the Dodgers. And how long have you been with Z Cove so far? Um, almost two years now. Coming up here in September, I believe. Cool. So your your win rate is around fifty percent, but as far as I remember, you correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but uh, um, baseball's about right now after yesterday's results are just about 57 percent on the season yeah cool so yeah this is basically what people generally are looking for in terms of a system because you, you want something around 55 percent ish that's gonna generate enough profit for you over the, the course of the season and i guess this is where we could the um break this whole sort of stigma around betting is that people always look for 70%, 75%. And that's not exactly how things are going, right? Because it, it, hitting 70% is almost impossible, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's um, irrational to even ask for that. But um, yeah, it's 57%, is, yeah, 57% is like a consistent way of generating profits over the course of the season, isn't it? Correct, yeah. That's how I always, uh, yeah... People always ask for this sort of 100% win rate. <laughs> it's I wish. Just irrational. <laughs> yeah, man. I think yeah, yeah. When you're when you're working on a system, 57% ish and above, 55% roughly. Especially when it comes to American sports, I think that's when the that's where the the break line is in terms of profits. Yeah. Um. So, what sort of teams are you looking at? that have high probabilities of falling apart this season in MLB? 
high probability of falling apart at this point. I mean, obviously the Red Sox have melted down completely. Yeah. Um, the Rays <laughs> are starting to, to falter a little bit. They're struggling lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, very inconsistent. Uh, Phillies also, they get on a little bit of a run and then they drop out. They were leading the East. Now the Braves have taken over. Nationals, they were kind of making some steam uh, move, but then they got on a little bit of a cold streak. Now they've been playing well again, but it might be too little too late for most of those guys. All right, so the Red Sox obviously are gone at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when it comes to analysis, how what sort of parameters do you use for proven success for your systems? Um, for analysis, um, there's various things um, for different sports. Um, my primary thing with the baseball, like I said, using the Z code tools, um, I look for the top performing teams. I also um, really look at the um, last three starts of a, a pitcher to see how they've done recently. Um, also try to take a look at how the team is performing as well in terms of batting and on-base percentage. Um, so knowing mm-hmm. that they have the run support and stuff like that. Um, you know, how they pitch at home versus away. And then just if they're an overall better team than their opponent, sometimes when it's close, it's um, a coin toss. And I try to avoid those in most cases because there's not really an edge there. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the win percentage, win ratio for you, which is the 57%, as you mentioned, what is your importance of discipline and money management as well as, I guess, discretion when it comes to managing your finances so that you don't overbet and you're satisfied with the win rate as you are? Do you well, flat bet? I flat bet, yeah. So mm. I know a lot of people do the progressions and things like that. I have never really done that. Um, just kind of flat betting with the right odds over the course of a season tends to work well for me. That's my preferred style. Uh, I don't like to, to chase, you know, and obviously when you get into progressions, with some of these, especially baseball, the odds get kind of crazy, and sometimes you can be down several units at, at the end of three games mm. if you don't get your C-bet. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of progressions myself, but I know people who are very much uh, very much into their progressions. I guess ABC is, is a way of... Uh, it's a system. It's a systematic play, but just not something I ever go into myself. Yeah, my ne- myself either. They're very, uh, especially when it comes to um, the C-bets, that's where the big decision needs to be made, where you're actually going to go with, ahead with it. Or, you know, it gets, it gets um, stressful at times. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it gets a little, yeah. baseball is a little different because the odds are so different, you know, like hockey and baseball, which I've also kind of, gotten a little more into soccer this year i don't really play soccer i mean i kind of was middle of the season was working on some things using z code tools but it ended up kind of started out hot but fizzled out so Mm. it's kind of without having the actual knowledge of certain teams or players like i do the american sports it's a little more difficult for me Mm -hmm. so what sort of mistakes would you avoid if you were telling someone to who's getting started uh, there's a ton of people posting every day on the wall, and there's a mm. lot of great systems and information. And there's obviously there's a ton of stuff to can be overwhelming. Um, just try to 
figure out a couple of systems that that you like as far as I would say sports that you're familiar with. Um, you know, I've seen guys posting tennis. I'm not a tennis guy. I don't post tennis or even look at tennis. I mean, <laughs> the same thing with, you know, soccer, you know, handball, European basketball, but there's guys that are good at that stuff. And that's why this community is so awesome is because you don't have to be an expert on all sports, but you can also, you know, pick a couple people that seem to have some success, maybe keep a tab on your own spreadsheet, you know, paper bet for a little bet. Um, take a look at, you know, some of the ones that you like and get comfortable with and just pick one or two, you know, it can be overwhelming to follow too many things. I mean, Brendan's been on here for a while. He's had a lot of great systems. People, you know, get all caught up in trying to follow everything he does. And there's always newbies asking questions all the time. What does this mean? What does that mean? <laughs> you got to ask then, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing that yet. You know, follow along for a little bit, get the knowledge first and then perhaps try it. Yeah, definitely. I think it all comes down to paper betting and understanding the simple basics of uh, sports. And not Absolutely. even just, just betting, but the actual sports themselves so that you understand what people are talking about when it comes to uh, different wagers at Absolutely. the end of the day. It all comes down to just having the knowledge. Because if you, if you, and I guess passion as well, because if you don't have passion for doing something, for winning money, if you don't have passion for winning money, you're not going to be winning money. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but moving away from that, which experts have you learned uh, the most from uh, from within the Zico community or outside of Zico community? Of course, uh, who has been the most sort of inspirational for you? Uh, well, when I first got started, I mean, um, old school's been awesome. Bear, Brendan, um, Jemaya, those guys that have been around for a while. Mm. Um, I know, you know, obviously. Cliff has come back recently for a little bit, and I've seen him post <laughs> here and there. Scotty's been awesome, um, as well as um, Omega. You know, he was gone for a while, came back, and was you know adding some new systems that he came into late in the hockey season. And then mm. obviously he was doing some baseball stuff. I haven't seen him in a little while, but you know those guys are the the core guys. I look to anybody that's had success. You know, when I looked at the top one hundred. Hall of Fame and now I try to look at those guys obviously they've been around for a while but also take a look at the forum articles and some of the successful systems and, and look at that and really kind of try to gain from their knowledge mm. and so sort of converting from being just a standard person to actually becoming an expert what steps do you need to take in order to become one how do you what would you advise people to do in order to progress into an expert position? Because obviously you are an expert yourself, <laughs> aren't you? I don't know. I mean, according to the the stats on Zico, I guess I'm I'm somewhat of an expert, you know. But <laughs> it's, it's really more about just finding something that works. I mean, you know, I when I first started, I was kind of just in the shadows, following a lot of stuff and, you know, pulling the information, absorbing information, trying to develop things to be successful. And then over time, you know, such a great community, you know, just want to share, you know, so have a couple forums and also post on the wall regularly as well as under the games, comments, things like that, and just try to be helpful, you know, and that's, I think a lot of these people, that's what makes Z code so awesome is that everybody's willing to help each other. And when it comes to the actual, I guess we could say bad days, 
when you have a you know a losing streak how do you handle those what do you change do you change anything or you just progress um, and believe in the system that you're running or what how would you advise people how do you deal with the losses i suppose well baseball season this year is a very good example um started out really hot you know from the end of march when baseball first started until probably the beginning of may um ended up with you know a really good beginning of the year and and accumulated quite a few units and then probably from middle of may till june to july around the all-star break so the last two months before the all-star break it was really kind of up and down there'd be like Uh good days and be bad days but it could never seem to kind of get ahead and then just recently after the all-star break things have kind of gotten back on track and and things are going up and had a really great week this last week uh, with almost 12 units and then um, this beginning of this week started out good and it seems like it's going to continue that way but you just got to stick with your system I mean, you're going to have good days, bad days. I mean, any professional better or even person that does it as a hobby, the key to it is money management and also trusting your system. So the money management keeps you in the game. And then the system eventually is going to, if it's a good system, eventually is going to correct itself. So, you know, you just got to stay with it and trust in it. And, you know, sometimes you can tweak a couple filters here and there, but, you know, Mm -hmm. you're never going to go from, you know, losing to gaining 70% winners all of a sudden, you know. So, I mean, it's it's slow and steady wins the race, I always say. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess, as I always say, stick with the system, believe in the system, because if you're running something that has been proven over the past years, you are going to make money at the end of the the year, I suppose. Um, And also it comes down to confidence as well. You As you start to win again, your confidence begins to grow. Correct. And I guess that's when when you are willing to make some sort of more rational decisions, we could say. I think we all think more rationally when we are positive, when we're winning. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's why the, the thing is with Z-Code has really kind of helped, you know, becoming. I've always been, I haven't really been like a degenerate gambler. I've never been like just kind of throwing my money. I've never been a guy that's been like, oh, I love this team. I'm going to bet them crazy you know like i never do that and i've never done that and mm. a lot of it has to be um you know just a little bit about my backstory i mean i was my dad gambled when i was younger actually mm-hmm. um when i was 15 years old i'm 49 now when i was 15 years old my dad actually paid me to keep box score stats of all the pitchers so every morning i would grab the newspaper <laughs> i had a notebook i'd write down all the stats for the pitchers their ERAs, their WHIP, you know, all the relevant mm-hmm. information, and he would pay me. And over the course of the summer, he ended up paying me about $500, and I was able to buy a BMX bike that I was wanting really bad. So it was really cool. And then we had an Apple IIe computer with a dial-up modem, which was super slow, but there was a bulletin board out of Vegas, I think, that he knew of that provided some information. So we had that sometimes as well, and I helped him with that. And then just kind of over time, you know, I've always had a passion mostly for NFL and, and college football. And I just, you know, I used to drive down to Mexico. I'm in San Diego. I used to drive down to Mexico on the weekends. I wouldn't get up during the week for my job on time, but I'd get up Saturday morning, go down to Mexico to the little casino or the little sports book they had across the border. And I'd place bets on college and NFL. 
and then mm-hmm. I'd come back the next week and collect my money. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, obviously with the offshore gambling and different sites that they have now available, I used to have probably 10 or 12 different sports books at one point, And then they shut all that down after nine 11, they had snuck in a provision in there to make online gambling illegal. Mm-hmm. And then now just recently probably started up again. I took a break probably for about four or five years because I didn't have any outlet to, to place any bets. So then I ended up um, getting back online and having a few sites now that I can trust and, and go to. So, But what, what's the betting scene in where you are right now? Is it, e- it's, as you said, it's much easier. It's more accessible now. But I, also the, the law is changing in the U.S. And there's yeah. more bookmakers. Is Bet365 there yet? or? Um, I, I used to have Bet365 years ago. I used to have Pinnacle years ago to be in the u.s and then like i said after 9-11 they cracked down on all that stuff and shut all that stuff down um so i wasn't able to use those and i still not able to use them i know i could set up a vpn or whatever perhaps get around it but there's several good um, books online that accept u.s customers so i don't have to do that um i know that california is got a bill in the next year or two for legalizing gambling so i'm sure it'll be more readily available but um A lot of the people I know, you know, they have friends or bookies that they have through work or wherever else that they still place wagers. So I've never done that. I've always done cash. I either drive to Mexico and place the bets down there or I do it <laughs> online. <laughs> You're old fashioned. <laughs> um, so just going back to MLB for a second before we progress to NFL, I'm just actually curious about the key factors that you look into when analyzing an MLB match professionally. <laughs> yeah, professionally, uh, we kind of covered that a little bit. Um, like I said, a lot of the stats that we have on, on Zico that are available, I mm-hmm. always look at the, um, the pitcher stats is most important for me. You know, I look at win-loss record. I look at their, um, their whip as well as their last three starts, kind of see what kind of record they've had recently, even though they might have a good season record, they might have not done well recently. So that factors into my decisions, um, how they pitch at home versus on the road. And then also look at the overall team, how they do statistically with, you know, on base percentage as well as their, their batting recently as well. But try to keep it as simple as possible. I mean, I, I don't spend a ton of time every day analyzing games. I actually lean on Z code a lot and that's where I get a lot of the, um, plus some personal knowledge. I mean, it helps me, you know, lean one way or the other, but primarily using Z code tools, I can go through and probably less than 20 or 30 minutes and, and make all my selections for the day. All right, cool. So in terms of that, we've covered the bookmakers and we've covered the MLB analysis. What sort of challenges are you faced with apart from obviously losing streaks and, and other things like that? Obviously, There are other things in MLB that are constantly changing. Like, for example, the pitcher changes right before the match. Is this something that affects your your bets? I think the bets are voided as well, aren't they? Just before. Yeah, yeah that definitely happens. Like, if you have a last-minute pitcher change, then, you know, you got to stay on top of that. Sometimes it makes a big difference. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, you know, case in point yesterday was um, I like the Twins, and the Braves had a decent pitcher that was announced initially as a starter, but then they made a pitching change to an even worse pitcher. So made my bet look even better, but then they <laughs> ended up getting shelled. The twins ace got shelled in the 
the uh, Atlanta Braves pitcher that usually gets shelled was pitching like an ace. So it was almost like they switched spots. So those are types of things that you can never factor. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, and in terms of uh, when you're when you're anal- when you're watching the match, uh, do you ever place any wages live? Obviously, I, I know you mentioned uh, you like cash, but. I, I try. I try to. I mean, Scotty has the two, three, five, and the one, two, three, and, and old school as well. And I've, I've dabbled in it a bit. It's just kind of difficult for me to be on top of it that much. So mm-hmm. I like the pregame wagers mostly. All right. So moving on to the NFL, what are you predicting in terms of like the the, the season start? Um, what what do you see in NFL in, for the for the upcoming year? Um, I see a lot of the same teams going to be in the mix at the end of the year. Same thing like the Rams, the Patriots. You know, I'm a huge Viking fan. Unfortunately, I grew up in Minnesota, so I like the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, hopefully they'll do better this year. They missed the playoffs last year after spending a ton of money on Kirk Cousins, but uh, hopefully. They can get the pieces together this year to make the playoffs and not only make the playoffs, but advance a little bit. But I, I don't foresee them taking out like the Rams or some of the other top teams in the in the division um, on the, you know, the Browns and the AFC. Everybody's hyped about them. They seem to be, you know, making progress, obviously, and they've gotten some good pieces in place. Uh, the Raiders picked up a couple of additions and, you know, mm-hmm. they're probably going to make a little bit of noise, but. Tom Brady's still playing, so as long as him and Belichick are together, you can never count them out. And you know, I just expect them to get back to where they were. Uh, mm-hmm. The Jets obviously picked up Le'Veon Bell, and you know Sam Darnold was good. I used to watch him here in, at USC in, in Southern California, and they should make some noise this year. But you never know. It's like that's one thing that's really good about the NFL is that there's a lot of parity, which means that, you know, team can go from worst to first uh, with a couple of the right combinations. You know, a lot of new coaches this year and you have some new players on different teams now. So really kind of depends on how this team start out of the gate to, to make a determination, how they're going to do. So I guess, how they start is going to basically determine how how the season is going to look in terms of playoffs going forward, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like the Cowboys right now, you know, you got um, Elliott holding out, saying he's not going to play this season if they don't pay him, which is ridiculous because he's still got <laughs> two years left on his contract. And so they were, everybody's talking about them, you know, progressing this year. But, you know, if he doesn't play, then that's going to change things dramatically for them. Mm. But on the other hand, you know, the Chargers – here and you know they're from san diego but now they're in la so i still follow them a bit but you know they did really well last year and i think that they'll do well this year because gordon missed a few um, melvin gordon's holding out also but he missed a few games last year and they just you know continued on without him so he's not a big a factor as it was it's not a Le'Veon bell situation um i don't know why these guys are holding out i mean all the analysts on tv and everybody talks about what a bad decision it's been for them they don't have any leverage and so, you know, they're really hurting themselves more than the teams themselves. So, you know, Kansas City is going to make another run this year, I'm sure. You know, they have all their pieces coming back. And, you know, it's just um, I love the NFL. And, you know, I, I watch any games, even if it's like the worst teams playing against each other. I'll, I'll stop and watch. <laughs> and in terms of your systems, are you going to be running a, a specific system that you'd like to talk about? 
Um, I don't really have a particular system. What I do is, well, I guess I, I kind of do. I mean, I use power rankings a lot. I, I get a lot of information online, um, which I like the NFL because they only have games every week. So you have more time to kind of prepare so you can take a look at line movements during the week and things like that and, you know, injury reports and, and stuff. But um, again, with the NFL, I've had systems and stuff that I follow, but I also incorporate a lot of the Z code tools now as well. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the fact of being able to see where the, the money's going in terms of the public. And, you know, I try to, to fade the public and those types of things. Um, I really love college football as well. Same type of thing. There's, you know, maybe 50 some games on a Saturday. So Z code really helps me go through and whittle those down. Back in the day, I used to get the magazines at the store and I'd have them and, be looking at that and all the information that I could glean from those. And then I would be doing my own lines as well as power rankings. And it took a lot of time. I mean, everything was manual and, you know, I'd watch line movements during the week and I'd have all my calculations. And then Saturday morning, you know, I'm whittling it down from 54 games to maybe 10 games. And then I'll probably bet anywhere from six to eight. Usually Um, Z codes made that process a lot easier for me. Um, There's a lot of great information, same type of statistics, um, I look at with in terms of um, football, you know, fade the public works really well in college football because a lot of the top games that are on, you know, they tend to be heavily bet one way or the other because a lot of people that aren't professional tend to throw their money on teams that they like and who they think will win, you know, Alabama, obviously, things like that. But it really comes down to the numbers, you know. Yeah, I might like Alabama as well, but I'm not going to lay 50 points to take Alabama, you know, so things like that you have to factor in to figure out what's realistic or not, you know, because when a team's favored that heavily, especially like at Alabama, Clemson, things like that, then there's always an opportunity for the other team to get a backdoor cover, which happened several times last season, just because they pull out their starters or, you know, things like that after halftime, because they have no need to score more points necessarily. So um, in the NFL, a little bit different, you know, a lot of, games are much closer there's you know the spreads on those usually the higher point spreads tend to always make a difference with the patriots sometimes they'll you know they'll cover two touchdowns but you know i typically don't lay that many points in most cases because it's just the odds are against you that they're not necessarily going to cover because like i said the parity in the nfl can turn on a dime, whether it be a missed field goal or drop touchdown pass or whatever the case is, it tends to factor in a lot. So you just have to look at numbers a lot and then lean on those numbers and your system. But usually in the NFL, I'm, you know, I'm not 70% or 75%, but um, typically over the years, I've averaged about 60 to 65% on NFL and college as well. Those are that's, in, that's incredible though. I've never, I mean, I've, Maybe for a couple of months, but I've never hit 65% myself across the entire season, which is, you know, if you, if you manage to do that, that's really impressive. That's, that's a big wow for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just want to ask you a question about Baltimore Ravens. They're putting their faith in Lamar Jackson. What do you think about that? He showed a lot of promise last year, and I watched him when he was at Louisville. He's an awesome quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. in terms of his game style. I mean, it, it seemed to work well last year for them, but I think the NFL makes adjustments all the time, and, and he might have a little bit different story this year. Okay. 
<laughs> they might be able to scheme better against him and things like that. They're going to expect and they'll have somebody watching him mostly instead of last year. He kind of snuck up on him. Mm -hmm. And are you going to be following any specific experts for NFL as well? Um, I always like to get Bears input on stuff. I mean, Brendan's always great with offering some good insight as well, but I usually like to stick to my own. And then if I'm <laughs> on the same side, it's cool that we're on the same side, but I, I like to do my own numbers, my own systems, and, and rely on myself. All right, so you're very um, individual when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. And it's good because you're hitting way, way over 60%, which is just fantastic. Uh, and that's pretty impressive. Well, I'm looking forward to NFL. I don't have much knowledge myself in that sport, to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm coming from a completely different background, different, different, yeah. different country. But listen, yeah. Greg, I wish you all the best when it comes to NFL and obviously finishing MLB on a good note as well. It's good, good to know that you're doing much better now that you were doing a while ago Absolutely. and best of luck to you and appreciate it i'm really happy that you we have you in the community and you're doing a great job and i follow you every now and then i don't i'm not gonna say i'm gonna i'm following you every time but <laughs> no problem uh, but when i see you post i mostly place the wagers and i'm really happy with what you're doing especially recently the results have been great and uh, yeah, thank you so are. much and have yeah, a nice sure. day Thank you. Well. <laughs> Appreciate your time. Thank you, Greg. Thank you for listening to our Z Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.